Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Big show tonight, Johnny Kilbasa, Fast Food Review, Nicole Carr from Channel 2 talking about a hepatitis outbreak. All of a sudden, I'm talking with a Chicago accent. I don't know. Hey, it's Mark Aram. Good morning. Good evening. Welcome to the show. Also, I'm going to throw Eric Von Hessler under the bus coming up in exactly 30 minutes. But as we do every Monday and Wednesday, we kick off the show with Millennial Match Game. Joining us in studio, Millennial Jared, who joins us from the uh, the intern program here at Cox Media Group. How are you, Jared? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not quite a millennial, but I'm good. What? How old are you? I'm only 21. Is that is that outside the millennial bracket? I, I guess so. Here's you know, depending on where you look at. Anyone it. under 30 to, to me and the listeners is a millennial. So you for the for the purposes of millennial match game, you friend are a millennial. How's the internship going? Everything it's good? going pretty good. All Keeping right. myself busy. This is gonna be the highlight. If you pull this off, this could be the highlight. This could propel you to radio stardom if you uh, crush millennial match game. So no pressure, buddy. Um, Let's meet our contestants. Let's kick off Millennial Match Game first off, Longoria. Let's play Millennial Match Game. All right, we got two of the finest listeners uh, joining us for Millennial Match Game, including Ellen. Ellen, how are you, my friend? I'm great, Mark. How are you? Excellent. You're familiar with Millennial Match Game? I have heard it a couple of times, yeah. Excellent. All right, you're going to be facing off head-to-head with Jimbo in Dunwoody. What's going on, Jimbo? Hey, Mark. Love the show. Glad to be here. Thank you, brother. Oh, welcome aboard. And uh, you're familiar with Millennial Match Game, I hope? Yes, indeed. All right, so tonight's category, Millennial Match Game, you're playing again with just Millennial Jared, is uh, famous movie clips. So I'm going to play a famous movie clip that that Ellen, Jimbo, and I certainly would know. The question is, will young, nubile, 21-year-old Jared, I probably shouldn't say nubile, 21-year-old Jared, the millennial, will he know the movie that's from? So you just have to guess, Ellen and Jimbo, whether or not that Jared will know the clip. Okay, we got the rules down? Absolutely. All right. What are they playing for tonight, Deb Green, by the way, the official scorekeeper? Tickets to go see Chicago at Chester. OMG. So if they don't win, I get them. If they tie, I get the tickets. (laughs) The millennial gets them. Do you even know what Chicago is, Jared? The band? Yeah. Question mark? Yes, I know what Chicago is. Very good. All right. Let's start this off. As always, the lady goes first on Millennial Match Game. Will Millennial Jared know what movie this famous clip is from, Ellen? Oh. Fudge. Jared's 21. He's young, but that's a really famous movie. What do you think? Do you think he'll know what movie that's from? No. Uh, you say no. When in doubt, Deb Green, the millennial, doesn't know. Jared, do you know what movie that's from? Do you want to hear the clip again? I'm going to take a stab and say A Christmas Story. Yeah, good, good job, job Jared. Uh, no, ah. po- no point for Ellen. All right. Uh, you can take the lead here, Jimbo. Will Millennial Jared know what famous movie this clip is from? Houston, we have a problem. I'm going to play it one more time. Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Will 21-year-old millennial Jared know what movie that's from? Yeah, I'll chip in a little faith on him. Seems like a straight shooter. He does seem. He got the Christmas story out of the box. So, Jared, uh, do you want to hear it again, or are you good? I think I'm good. Um, 
I'm going to say Apollo 11. Oh. Do we give it to him? Judges, what do you think, Longoria? It's Apollo no. 13. Oh, it's going between 13 and 11. Yeah, I don't know. It's close. Chuck, Chuck, no, we know. Yeah, Chuck says no. No point. All right. No oh, point. I don't even get a point five. No. Uh, if you had just said Apollo, we probably would have given it to you. But you were uh-huh. you were confident with that 11 in there. All right. Uh, so we're tied up zero to zero. Here we go, Ellen. Well, Millennial Jared, this is one of my favorite movies, by the way, not to, uh, to muddy the waters, but this is one of my favorite movies. Will he know what famous clip this is from? You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. One more time. Mm. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. What do you think, Ellen? Will 21-year-old millennial Jared know what this movie that's from? This is one of my daughter's favorite movies, so... Um, oh, yeah, I think you'll know. I think so, too. What do you think, Jared? you want to hear it again? No, I got it. It's the Big Lebowski. Wow, good job. Well done. I didn't think you'd get that. You, you've seen that that movie, obviously. Oh, yeah, tons of times. Yeah. Love the cone. Fantastic. Brothers. All right. There's a. Uh, did Ellen say yes? Yes. All right. There's a point for Ellen. Jimbo, you're up to tie it up. Will Millennial Jared know what movie this clip is from? Excellent. Excellent. One more time. Excellent. Excellent. Twice. What do you think? Will he know? He's 21 years young, this millennial kid. Fresh-faced you know, Jared. I don't, I don't hear that quote thrown around by his age group too often, so I'm, I'm out to stay no this time. I'm with you. Jared's it impressed me so far, but I think that's a little too deep into the 80s. Uh, excellent, excellent. What movie is that from, Jared? I'm getting uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey Oh, vibe. my God. Wow. I know, Chuck. It, the movie was Bill think? and Ted's Excellent yeah, Adventure. Excellent Adventure. Sorry, no. No, Chuck says yeah, no. I'm very impressed. Yeah. I'm yeah. very impressed. I got the sequel, didn't I? All right, a yep. point for Jimbo. Let's go to the scoreboard, Deb Green, the one. Vanna White of the show. Ellen and Jimbo each have one. All right, that was round one of Millennial Match Game. Round two of Millennial Match Game tied up one-to-one. Uh, Millennial Jared, intern in the production department. Very impressive so far. I might have to change the uh, slogan, when in doubt, the Millennial doesn't know, because this dude's crushing it. All right, whose turn is it, Deb Green? Uh, Ellen's up. Ellen is up. All right, famous movie clips from the 80s and 90s, maybe some earlier. We'll we'll let you decide later on. Will uh, 21-year-old millennial Jared, Ellen, know what movie this clip is from? Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Kind of a long clip there. Um, I'll play it again if Jared wants to, but what do you think? Will he know what movie that's from? Play it one more time for me. It would be my pleasure, Ellen. Here's the clip one more time for you and Millennial Jared. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! All right, what do you think? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's, that's a, again, a little obscure. But again, Jared's been crushing it. Let's see if he, if he knows the movie but screws up the title. <laughs> Jared, what movie is that from? I don't even. I don't think I even have fifty percent on this. I no. have no idea. Take it. Take a guess. I mean, you, give me. A, uh, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah. Oh, that makes it so much harder. Um, I was gonna say Goodfellas. But yeah. I know that's not it. <laughs> I love the guess though. No, that's Dumb and Dumber. That is Dumb and Dumber. Have you ever? Have you heard of it? Have you seen I, it? I have heard of it, but I've ne- I've never seen it. That's All even right. a meme on the internet. Yeah. Oh. All right. Point for Ellen. Uh, you need this one to tie it up there, Jimbo. Will 21-year-old Millennial Jared know what movie this is from? That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. 
Uh, very, I certainly know that movie. One of my favorite movies. What do you think, Jimbo? Well, 21-year-old Jared, would his parents let him watch this movie, I think is the question you have to ask yourself. He might have snuck off a view or two. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go yes. I think that's a good enough movie. Everybody will know that. You say yes. Let's play it one more time for Jared the Millennial. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. Jared, just a couple <laughs> years removed from high school. Do you know what movie that's from, Jared? I, I know the actor is Matthew McConaughey, and I've seen the movie at least twice. I can't. I'm not going to be able to think of the title. Oh, you could, if you've seen it twice, you come on. Fast Times at Ridgemont High? That's a hell of a oh, guess. That's, that's another close. classic that's movie. Uh, Dazed and Confused oh, was the movie. Uh, yeah. But those might be the two best uh, high, high school, school movies of all time. So I give you credit for even knowing Dazed and Confused. All right, back to Ellen. Will uh, twenty-one? Uh, this is this is a tough one. I wouldn't want to be okay. in your shoes right now, Ellen, because this is a tough one. Will twenty-one-year-old millennial Jared know what movie this is from? Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. One of the greatest movies of the '80s. One of the greatest movies of all time. But that's a long time ago. That's what year were you born, Jared? 1997. Wow. So, oh my God. <laughs> that's this was this movie came out 12 years before Jared was born. So factor that uh, into your decision. What do you want to hear it again? Who me? Yeah, either of you. Do you want to hear it again? Oh no, I know it. Oh well. The, <laughs> all right, there you go. I think he knows it then. <laughs> Easy for you, Helen. <laughs> well, I guess I'm gonna say yes. Mark. All right. Yes. What what movie is that? I jumped the gun on that one, but it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right. So you get the point. All right. We're gonna help. Uh, <laughs> We're going to help Jimbo on this next one, too. Jimbo, this I'm going right. to give you a layup. This is a very simple one. Will he know what movie this is from? Run, Forrest, run! Run, Forrest! All right, so you get it. Uh, that's an easy one. He obviously knows that one, right? Absolutely. Jared? Yeah, Forrest Gump. All right, there we go. End of round two. What's the score, Deb Green? Ellen's got three. Jimbo's got two. Very impressed by Jared so far, the millennial. 21 years young, but he knows his movies. Yeah. We'll come back with the final segment of Millennial Match Game Famous Movie Clips. This is The Mark Aram Show. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Final round of Millennial Match Game on The Mark Aram Show. We are tied up. Deb Green, 3-3. Three to three. No, Ellen's got three. Oh. Jimbo's got two. That's why you keep score. Ellen's got three. Jimbo's got two. <laughs> We're doing movie clips. And whose turn is it? Uh, there, Ellen's Deb. up. All right. Ellen is up playing with 21-year-old uh, Millennial Jared, an intern from uh, the production department here at WSB. All right. Very impressed so far with Jared's knowledge. So take that into account. Will he know what movie this famous clip is from? Man who catch fry with chopstick. Accomplish anything. I'm going to play it one more time. That was a little blown out. Man who catch fry with chopstick. Accomplish anything. All right. One of my favorite movies I know. I'm pretty sure you know, Ellen, but will 21-year-old millennial Jared know what movie that's from? I don't know. It was kind of hard to hear, so I'm going to say no all right that's a good guess uh what do you think jared do you know what movie that's from uh i got two possibilities i'm gonna say karate kid that yes. is right oh my goodness ah. this kid is we might never have to have you on the show again all right uh jimbo you, you need this one to tie it up buddy you ready well uh 21 year old jared know what movie this is from why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder these go to 11. one more time why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder these go to 11. classic movie what do you think jimbo do you think uh millennial jared will know what movie that's from absolutely that movie taught me how to do math oh all right what do you think jared do you know 
Oh, uh, this is a lot of pressure. Um, Rain Man? Oh, I like the guess. No, this is Spinal Tap. Um, oh. All right, so... I'll, I'll be need... honest, Mark. I, I thought it was Rain Man. Oh, no, this is, t- uh, that was, this is Spinal Tap. You and this me is, both. Yeah. You and me both. All right, last chance, Jimbo, real quick. Will he know this one? You need this one to tie it up. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Real quick, do you think he'll know what movie that's from? Absolutely not. You no say way. no. Jared? So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Absolutely not. That's weird science. That's weird science. So you know what? We're going to end this puppy in a tie so everyone gets go. tickets. What do they win again, Deb Green? Saturday, October 12th, you're going to go see Chicago at Chastain. How about them oh apples, guys? Lord. Very cool. Wow. Stay on the line. Low T's going to get some info. Can um, I get a shout out to some, somebody real quick? Yeah, tell Chuck on hold. He'll shout it out for you. Um, Jared, great job. Another amazing performance on Millennial Match Game. This is Arthur Blank, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. What an amazing round of uh, Millennial Match Game. I don't know about you, Longoria, but I was blown away by Jared's knowledge. Of, Very impressed of his knowledge. And I, I was even more impressed with uh, Chuck playing the uh, bad judge on uh, American Idol. <laughs> yeah. I know, when in doubt, go to... Go to Chuck, and he's never going to give you credit for I, I, Simon Cowell here. Yes, he's the. Um, I do feel a little bit Montana like Simon. version of Simon Cowell. I love that Chuck. That's a great role for you to play, by the way. So kudos. Always, always be that. Because when I throw to you, I know you're going to vote down. So that's exactly what I'm looking for. But you don't have to look like the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's, it's Chuck. Exactly. Put it on he's a terrible Chuck person. and I play good cop, bad cop. <laughs> it's, it's we would make a great like '70s buddy cop yeah. team. Uh, Law and Order, yes. SV Montana. Oh yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> um, all right, uh, we got we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, Nicole Carr from Channel Two is going to join us about a uh, possible hepatitis outbreak in Bartow County. Johnny Kilboss with the Fast Food Review. But I got a call to uh, the carpet. One of my coworkers, our coworkers, oh, no. Eric Von Hessler. So yesterday morning, apparently, yeah, so uh, that- uh, Eric Von Hessler. I'm going to play some sound here, by the way. Um, talked about me on on his radio show. His highly rated uh, radio show, which is heard nine to noon here, and I didn't hear it because I'm I, I sleep during the Von Hessler Doctrine, uh, so I don't get to hear what he talks about. But uh, I woke up to a bunch of text messages saying, "Hey, Von Hessler's throwing you under the bus." So this is what he said about me yesterday on the Von Hessler Doctrine. So I don't understand. Uh, Mark Aram <laughs> was bothering me and Fred Blankenship. He was bumming a hundred dollars a piece off of us so that he could take it to the World Series of Poker, but he's not going to the next week. Correct. Is this a different league that he's it's in? It's got to be. I don't know how it works. All I know is that me and Fred Blankenship are on the hook for 200 bucks that why we're putting in the market. Why don't you gamble with us? Uh, I don't gamble. I don't, I don't even know how to play games. So I've never played poker. So I don't understand poker. That's why me and my friend Fred Blankenship are giving our hundreds of dollars to Mark Aram. And we're putting our faith in Mark. Although I wouldn't know it was good or bad. I'm looking for him to bring a little money back. So that's the abbreviated version. So basically, he called me a bum earlier in the in, in the this show. He he said money. numerous times that I was bumming money. Right. And he was worried about my financial health because I was so this is the situation. So <laughs> on July fourth, I'm playing in the main event of the World Series of Poker. The buy-in is ten thousand dollars, which I can I can afford. What I do when I play in the World Series, though, with my other poker buddies and coworkers sometimes, is um, we have what's called a sweat. 
Like, you give me $100, I'll give you a percentage of my thing, and then you have a piece of the action. Right. So I, I have these sweats that I, you know, I swap, I swap some action with a couple of my buddies that are playing in the main event. Like, hey, I'll get 2% of you, you get 2% of me. And it just makes it more fun. So I've done this with uh, coworkers in the past, two years ago when I played in the World Series of Poker main event, and I cashed. It was great because I get to come home and, and give my coworkers money. Like, hey, you invested in me. You made this amount. Yeah. So Fred Blankenship was in the uh, traffic center the other morning, and I was I was talking to Fred. And I said, hey, if you, if you want, but I explained it to him. And Von Hessler came in, and I, I felt bad not offering it to him as well. So I'm like, hey, yeah, uh, if you wanted to, Von Hessler, <laughs> just, you know, it's a hundred bucks if you want to sweat my action. And then the next thing I know, he's talking about me on the radio, calling me, say I was bumming the money. I only did it to be polite. I, I didn't want Von Hessler, you know, he was an initial person I thought of to sweat with me. But Fred is my buddy. You know, Channel 2 Action News this morning, we're, yeah. we're Batman and Robin. He's my buddy. I want him to sweat my action. So I just, I, out, of, out of courtesy, I offered the, uh, sure. the Eric Von Hessler. And knowing his, um, his short-armed syndrome, you know what that means, Chuck? He's got short, short arms. arms. Can't reach his pockets. Oh, will never oh, pick up a tab. Oh, yes. Mm. Okay. Like, we'll, we'll Did you, you know, need to help him? Yeah, so I I didn't think he would accept. He's like, oh, okay. I guess he felt peer pressure in front of Fred uh, Blankenship. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Next thing I know, he's calling me a he's a bum on the radio. Yeah, yeah. So I insulting. so I this morning I went up to him. I was like, dude, what the hell, man? You know, you called me a bum. <laughs> so I went on a show this morning and I said at six thirty nine p.m. I will let you know whether or not I will allow Eric to invest in my World Series of Poker. It's now six forty three. I'm a couple of minutes late, um, but no. Eric Von Hessler is not allowed <laughs> to invest with me. Nice. And and I'll credit someone on Facebook for pointing this out. Eric Von Hessler, you remember Eddie Mush in uh, Bronx Tale? Oh yeah. The be- every he's the gambler, everything he bet on turns to mush. Yeah. Eddie Mush. The, he's Eddie Mush. He's a Buffalo's Bills fan. Oh no, mm. yeah. Out. You should have known out, from the top. Out, out, yeah. Out, out, out. So there you go. Uh, and I, he takes baths. He said that on the air yesterday and I made fun what? of him. Yeah. yeah. I said no yeah, man. About that before. I said no man of your age yeah. should take baths. Doug, do you want a little sweat of my action? Do you want a, you want a hundo? You yeah, want a, buddy, put me in. All right. See now, Doug Turnbull is going to get in. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a point to get everyone at the station a little piece of my action. Sweet. So I'm when down. I win eight million dollars, oh, I'm going to come back here and make it rain for everybody, <laughs> right in Von Hessler's bath taking face. So what's the deal? He doesn't shower. Yeah, no, no. He was take, He was telling a story the other day about how hot it was. And that he said, I st- sometimes sit in the bath until the water gets, you know, cool, so that when I get out, I'm cold. But he just kind of went over that, and I told Jared yesterday, I said, well, that was like a layup for you. Like, he makes fun of you so much, he yeah. should have then yeah. said, what man takes a bath? But yeah. no, everybody just acknowledged like it was, you a know, common thing. knowledge. If yeah. you know Eric, that's so normal. Is it? Yeah. So when I came in and told Jared, Jared told him, hey, he's making fun of you saying that but no man of your age should be taking a bath. Beyond just taking a bath, to sit in it until, until the water cold. cools yeah. off. I'm picturing get out, like, like the, the old bathing house in Deadwood. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes, the old bathhouse. <laughs> yeah, like he's got yeah. this old wooden tub <laughs> yeah. and he just sits in it. That's now I'll Legs take, sticking out. I'll like. take a bath. If I have company, sure, you know, if correct, yeah, that's totally well, yeah, that's, we that's Costa, totally different. We, we were in Costa Rica and we had this, uh, we had this little private villa, and the bathtub was huge. And I was like, I actually felt bad. I didn't want to. We didn't wind up using the bathtub because it was so big. I'm like, it's going to take up so much water to fill this Suck thing all up. The water out of yeah. the country just to fill the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, I should have texted a picture to Von Hessler. Like, look at this bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Look how nice and cold you dream? can get in this. Um, all right, so there you go. I, I love you, Eric, but no, I'm not, I don't want Eddie Mush on my World Series of Poker run. Yeah. You are getting no sweat, but uh, I'm even going to throw a little Jake piece. 
little oh, intern Jake. Go. You go back to you go back to Ann Arbor and you know, full of flush full of cash for my World Series of Poker. Anyway, I'm playing July 4th. I'll have updates on uh, Twitter at Mark Aram and Facebook Mark Aram WSP. Uh, do you make your bed, Longoria? What's that? Do you make your bed every day? No. All right, I'm gonna tell you why that's bad when we come back. I'm this sure is the is. Mark Aram Show. Just like you. a great day on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Only a 2.5 today, Longoria. You went with the undershirt today thinking it was going to be sweaty. I did. And then uh, then this, I got some breaking news, uh, if you can hit that for me, Longoria, uh, via the uh, Piccadilly text line. Where is Hector? Um, A very famous Atlanta personality, we're going to call him the Brown Hornet, uh, sent me a text on the Piccadilly hotline. He he wants to uh, invest in my World Series of Poker. Wow, that was interesting. That's new sounder. My people invest in me. New sounder. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so thanks to the Brown Hornet, he's in. Von Hessler's out. Just to recap. Okay. He's in. Von Hessler's out. No, I still love you, EVH, but you know, I'm not letting your tainted money, your your sweaty $100 bill, get anywhere close to my World Series of Poker. Uh, all right. So I asked Longoria if he makes his bed every day. Do you make your bed every day, Chuck? <laughs> no. Does your wife? Uh, if she thinks about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, no. Yeah, I do. Do you really? All yeah, right. That course. does not surprise me. Uh, a recent study said that 72% of bed makers organize and plan their daily lives as opposed to just 46% of non-bed makers. So basically, people that make their beds every day are more productive pr- uh, productive in life. I can't remember the last time I have ever made a bed. When I did make a bed, it was because I thought I was going to have company that mm-hmm. night. Yes. So I want to ask you, Deb Green, would that does that make a difference if yes. you go home with a dude? Yes. And if the bed's unmade, you're more willing. You just think, oh, this dude's messy. How dirty are those sheets? Yeah. If it's made, they might be clean. They're probably sure. not. But you you might have a little glimmer of hope. Yeah, exactly. It helps. Intern Jared, uh, Jake, do you do you make the bed when you're in your dorm or frat house or whatever? I I can't remember the last time I made my bed, to be honest. But listen to the wise wisdom of Deb Green. Forget yeah. about being productive. If if you have a date that night, at least on Friday, Saturday nights, make yeah. Your bed. Well, if there's a chance you're going to bring a friend home, a friend. make the bed. Because your your slugging percentage will will increase. It's an important important yeah. piece of advice yes. right there, actually. Yeah, take that, that to the bank. That for being, sure. I I hated making a, my bed when oh, I was a kid. I used to do it every worst. morning. See, yeah, my, my mom, mom never made me make the bed. It's because so. your mom is cool. <laughs> yeah, I your guess mom so. is cool, dude. Don't make the bed. <laughs> my mom used to make it, and I and I'm like, mom, it's gonna get unmade. As was my that's I as said. As soon as I get in bed tonight, it makes no sense. So yeah, all right. So there you go. All you bed makers, you're better than me, is what I'm saying. Uh, when we come back, Nicole Carr from Channel 2 Action News will join us. Hepatitis outbreak possible in Bartow County. The details next on The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 8 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. My whole family's here tonight, all the bananas. Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. And then there's Chuck. Oh, oh, low. 
Tea. I'm sending you an email, by the way, guys, uh, from Russ. He just sent me. A, he picked up a new girlfriend, apparently, in the, in the 24 <laughs> hours. In the 24 hours that, and, right. and he just sent me a plethora of uh, pictures of her. So I'll we let can you put that guys... yearbook together. Yes, exactly. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you peruse the selection of uh, Russ's new girlfriend. Hopefully, we we'll hear from Russ and get the scoop on that. Johnny Cabasa will join us with a fast food review. Uh, the first Democratic debate is on tonight at eight, which is why Chuck's going to leave early because he wants to watch him live. At oh, his, super at stoked! Um, and we're, we're going to have pre-debate coverage, Deb Green, starting at eight p.m. What, what can you tell us about that? I can't tell you anything okay. about it. <laughs> is Alan Sanders coming to do the pre-debate coverage? No, I don't. I don't think we're having okay. any live shows tonight. Something's going on at eight, though. We're doing yeah, a pre-debate we're just, ABC show. special. Yeah, we're okay. just running the audio. All right. Someone told me it was Alan Sanders. I didn't see that message. All right. Let me look at this. I could have been on. making that okay. up. I could totally. You're right. Alan would have been here at five if he oh, was yeah, on yeah, at eight. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah, so it's that's an ABC special from eight to nine. Okay, eight to nine. The debate coverage. Normal Hannity stuff. The uh, the 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 first of two debates. I guess back to back nights. But yeah, because there's four hundred people. Twenty. There's twenty five candidates. And ten tonight, ten, ten tomorrow, and five didn't even make the cut. Yes, um, I love debates. That's too much for me. Yeah, that's that's you know, four people, five tops. It was like the Republicans Oof, in twenty sixteen when it was there were seventeen of them. Yeah, and it was it's just too much. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, they get I, like I think they said they get one minute and then thirty seconds for a rebuttal, and they said the max that anyone's going to get is about maybe seven minutes of airtime. Trying to get you want to you want to see what break out at a debate one day a political debate a chant skin to win skin <laughs> to win like that that would be pretty funny to me um, all right so uh, waiting on Nicole Carr to join us from Channel Two Action okay. News to talk about this uh, story out of uh, Bartow County but in the meantime we'll check in with our buddy Steve and Cummings Steve welcome to the Mark Aram Show how you doing Mark what's up brother. Good to talk to you, brothers. Long-time listener, and uh, got to reach out to Longoria and give him a good uh, Air Five uh, fist bump for me. Fist bump, Longo. So, okay, fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to comment on that uh, making your bed every day. Yeah, what's, so my what? mother told me a long time ago that making your bed is nothing but satisfaction for what you're going to start your day on. You make your bed, you look at it, and you're off to a good day. Even if you come back home and your bed, your day has been terrible. You at least have some nice sheets, some tight sheets to get into, and it's nothing but makes you feel good in regards to, hey, you know what, tomorrow's another day. It's kind of like that hotel series. You, you know, you come home, and they always have your beds made Well, that's, for you. that's they, the one they, benefit. I've talked about this before, uh, Steve. I want to yeah. retire at a hotel. Like, that's, that's my retirement <laughs> plan is to retire at a hotel because of room service and housekeeping and – Always, you know, fresh sheets every day and, you know, a little. But think of how it makes you feel. It makes you feel good. But so here's, when you come home I understand to your own that. house yeah. and your beds are made and, you know what, I, I you can have the worst day of ever. Agreed. But here's, here's, here's like, the flip side of the sheets. coin. Here's the flip side of the coin for me, Steve. If I, if I make my bed, all right, so I get up at 319 in the morning. Like, yeah, forget that. I, yeah, that's like I'm not going to do that. And then I come home and nap. I guess I can make it when I wake up for the second time. But I would think um, I would look at the made bed and be like, all right, I've done enough today. Like, yeah, I, w- I would slack off the rest of the day. Yeah. Be like, well, at least I made my bed this morning, you know. So I understand that. I'm assuming you make the bed every day, Steve? Absolutely. Right. Either that or my wife does. Yeah. One or the other. Literally the only time outside of childhood, I guess when I finally got to high school, I was big enough to tell my mom, like, I'm not making my bed anymore. But the only time I ever made my bed post that was when I, I was thought I might have company that night. 
That's that's the only time. I don't even let them make my bed at the hotel. Really? Mm-hmm. What do you I put the do not disturb sign the whole time I'm there. I do that sometimes, but uh, only oh, new c- towels. No nothing. Well, when I need new towels, I'll go ask them out in the hall. Yeah, indeed. I need new towels. Sherry joins us in Dallas. Sherry, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Well, I was just going to reiterate what Steve said. There's a, a Navy SEAL admiral that at one of the graduations, William McRaven. Um, and he says, if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, that's military. You have to you have to make your bed in the military. It's a YouTube video, and it's worth the six minutes to watch it. All right. What is, who is it? Admiral McChrystal? What's the name? Will, William McRaven, M-C-R-A-V-E-N. All right. Did you write that down, Deb? I got me crystal down. All right. By the way, dude, what did that? What, what, what did Alan want to shout out? By the way, Chuck, did you find out? I got the info. Yeah, I passed it along to yeah. the, the can proper authority. Can we shout out? Uh, it's yeah, it's potential food coming in. Oh, yeah, I got to yeah. get some more info. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I felt bad. I just ran out of time with uh, with Ellen there. All right. Um, if if you want to talk about the the sheets, that's fine. Here's another thing I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I, I was I was waiting for our guest. Did you have a brain fart? I'm gonna no, I'm gonna move on. I I, I was waiting on our guest. All right, okay. here's a story I wanted to uh, talk about from the other day, from yesterday. Mm-hmm. You've heard of booty calls, Longoria. I have. Uh, have you heard of a foodie call? Never. All right, so f- we all know what a booty call is, right? We don't have to get into yeah, it, so Jake. Yeah. Know, okay. So. A foodie call is when a girl accepts uh, a date with you. With no intention of any romantic uh, intent, oh, just to get a free meal. Wow. Okay. And so, so like, let's say um, Jay Black. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, no. Let's let's use Deb Green, who's the the lone female, the banana on the <laughs> okay, Mark Aram okay. show. Uh, let's say there's a guy that asks Deb Green out, who she's not romantically uh, attracted to, or thinks they're going to be any romance. Uh, but he asked her out to dinner. But Deb is food insecure because she's a young college girl, <laughs> and she accepts the date for the free for the free meal. Have you ever done that, Deb Green? Drinks, yes. Food, no. Never done a meal. Well, you don't hey, eat. I'm not a so big you're... foodie. Yeah, so, exactly yeah. right. Um, I have certainly been. I'm not going to say victim of a foodie, a foodie call, but I there's you know there are dates where I've taken some a uh, girl out for dinner, and then that was it. Right, but I don't know if that was they just were hungry or I just I was a jerk on the date. Um, you could tell by what they ordered. Like if they were doing just the salad, then they're trying to impress you. If they yeah. ordered something else, then they were hungry. That's I, if they I, ordered the bison steak. Yes, <laughs> Longo you know, wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was but here's the deal: as a dude, I'm okay with this. I'm completely okay with this because as a guy, and I'm talking to the guys here now. No, you can still listen, Deb, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the guys. Um, it, it takes a lot to ask a, a woman out yes. on a date. It does. And yeah. the fear of rejection is huge. Yes. So I would rather I ask a girl out and she says yes and then uses me as a foodie call. Yeah. And I, I spend $35 on dinner on a Cobb salad and uh, shrimp bisque or whatever than have the rejection be like, oh, no, I'm not, you know, fine. That's fine. You're, you, you got what you wanted. You got that date. And listen, she might not think there's any romantic feelings but you've got you get 2 hours to prove her wrong right so i'm okay with the foodie this call is the bachelor <laughs> well I don't, I, you got 2 hours to prove it wrong no like Solo dates. as long as you're giving yeah. me a shot at the title right it's up to me after that so i'm uh, you know people are oh i can't believe women are doing that that's so you know disingenuous you're just prolonging and, your you know her breaking your heart well you get that uh, that endorphin rush at first when they accept yeah. the date like that's 
That's you know, big. That's I, huge. See, see as, as an example, I can remember all of the girls that have shot me down for a date in my life. I can name them going back to eighth grade, right? I know every girl's name yeah. that shot me down for a date. I, c- I could not remember a girl that I went out with once and then didn't see again. So there's no lasting impact there. Like once they say yes, it's like, all right. Yeah, breathe easy. Breathe easy. I can't remember a girl I went out with on one date. and they, I mean, It's happened, but I can't remember the names. But every girl that I've ever asked out that said no, I remember that. So to me, go ahead, do the foodie calls, ladies. If, you're, if you are take, saying yes to a guy who's had the courage to ask you out, that's great. I, enjoy your enjoy your meal. You deserve it. You've given your that bison guy steak. enjoy your bison steak, Longoria. <laughs> I was just gonna say I would rather the foodie call and have two hours, a little bit of conversation. Maybe you can prove him wrong. Yeah. Than getting scammed at the bar for booze, where they talk to you just long enough to get a get drink and then drink. bounce, and you're like, oh, son of a, <laughs> like that yeah. drives me nuts. But I would rather, yeah, I'd rather spend fifty bucks on dinner and then never scammed hear from at the him bar again. for beers. Yeah, I just would. Yes. At least I got two hours to, you know. Well, it's Montana. Tr- there's not. There's no mixed drinks in Montana bars. No, nah, well, you, whiskey you raise and water. your voice a little bit and you open your eyes and oh, I love everything. But that's part of the game. Here the drinks. But I mean, at least it's, it's back, back in my day, that was part of the game. Uh, intern Jake, that. who's a junior, rising senior at Michigan, right? Rising senior. Rising senior. That I'm assuming that's still part of the game in in uh, in bars in college that the girls will. You know, come over and flirt to get a free drink and then peace out. It's really, really unfortunately yeah. still part of the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, that that goes with the territory. Let me ask you then, as as a millennial or younger than millennial, whatever, would you prefer to get shot down or get the foodie call and, and buy buy them dinner? The foodie call for sure. Yeah, because I like my, co- yeah. I got to have my confidence here. You know? Exactly. We don't, we don't want it low. We want it exactly high. right. So, ladies, you keep doing what you got to do on those foodie calls. Uh, Russ in Gainesville. Russ. Come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, we thought was in love with a, with a hottie last night, but lo and behold, a new girlfriend uh, with the daybreak. Uh, what's going on, Russ? What can you tell us? Well, that girl, Kathy. So, you know, I picked her up 830 this morning. Well, I met the girl, Felicia, came over at 11 o'clock. Well, let's, let's start with the, the, the blonde girl from yesterday. That was Kathy. You met at Wendy's. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. And- she, uh, I took her to the dentist today, so she didn't feel like doing anything because her mouth hurt. So she said, I want to go home. So I told her I'm going to go get another girl. And she said, okay. So then I went and got Felicia, and I had a great time with her. I just took her home a few minutes ago. So is, so if, if you were to rank them one, two, is it Felicia and then Wendy's girl or Wendy's girl and then Felicia? Uh, Felicia. Do you think Wendy's girl actually went to the dentist or just said, hey, my mouth hurts, I no, can't I do was, anything? Yeah, I was there. I sat in the waiting room for two hours. Oh, all. oh all right. Yeah. Well, props to her for the Wendy's girl for good dental hygiene, I guess. That's, that's a positive sign, yeah. right? Yeah, I guess so. I'm assuming yeah. that's the first time you've waited for one of your girlfriends at the dentist. Yeah, I'd say that's the first, yeah. yeah. So what's this new one's name? Felicia? Felicia, yeah. And she's we're, pretty fine. We're, she's we're, supposedly we're, listening right now, too. Where, where so. did you Hi, meet? Felicia. Hey, Felicia. Uh, never mind the um, Wendy's girl, Felicia. That's old news if you're listening. Uh, where did you meet Felicia? I, I was minding my own business. I'm at Walmart last night, like 1130 or so, and this guy calls me Robert. And he says, I'm your next-door neighbor. It used to be your next-door neighbor. I'm at your apartment. I said, what are you doing there? He said, I, I have a present for you. I said, is it a girl? He said, I have two girls. Oh, my So I goodness. said, I'll be there. Yeah, I said, I'll be there in five minutes. That's a good friend, so, Robert. I'm going to give Yeah, him, yeah. exactly. 
so I went home, and then, um, you know, the other girl, I already knew her. I didn't know who that was, but yeah. Felicia was brand new, and she was really good-looking. Real real quick, Russ, would you rather a girl turn you down or do use you for a foodie call? Buy, you know, have you buy her uh, dinner at Wendy's or Little Caesars? Um, I bought uh, Felicia a meal at um, Quick Trip. <laughs> <laughs> you can't listen. Nothing more seductive than roller food. Good job, Russ. Uh, your thoughts on the on the foodie call, ladies? Your thoughts. I want to hear from you and dudes, of course, as well. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, talking about foodie calls, not booty calls, foodie calls when a lady, I guess, or a guy, if the roles are reversed, right? I'm not going to, you know, women ask men out for dates. Sure. When when you accept a date knowing there's uh, no romantic intention, you just want a free meal. Your thoughts on that? I'm for it. Just say yes to a guy asking you out. There's That's so much pressure when you ask a girl out. David joins us in Tucker. David, what do you think about foodie calls? Um, yeah, I'm willing to do two hours and make a sales pitch on my behalf. <laughs> That's okay. I also have a variant on that. I would call it a drinky call uh, because I had a friend of mine who dated a really good-looking gal occasionally, no chemistry at all. And mind you, this is back in the 80s. She'd run up a $60-plus drink tab. She drank like a fish, like she had a hollow leg or something. Didn't get sloppy drunk or anything. She just drank like crazy. So she was going out there for the drinks, not for the food. That's a red light right there. See, you know, I a lot of people say, oh, for a first date, um, take them out for a drink. Don't do dinner. I'm I'm the opposite. Like, I want at least, you know, even if the even if we don't hit it off, I want to, I want food in my belly. I don't want to be sitting at the bar going, oh, I'm so hungry. We should have gone to dinner. Like, just just let's just go to dinner. I don't like that drinky thing. And just, you know, have a couple of drinks and see where it goes. Let, no, let's have a meal. Because at the very least, also, I'm eating something. Yes, David. Uh, I would say uh, something that's a little uh, less pressure is take somebody to lunch. Because yeah. then you've got All right, that's a meal. an ending period. But the yeah. problem is, you know, let's say you go to a, a lunch at noon. Lunch is over at one fifteen. The odds of you uh, taking your home to your unmade bed at one fifteen in the afternoon, not very good. Well... Uh, no, no daytime foodie call. Long term or short term investment. Yeah, no, I just don't. Right, Deb? I mean, no one's going home at, for after a lunch date. <sighs> Probably not. To check no. out Longoria's unmade bed. <laughs> uh, we're going to come back more of your thoughts on the uh, transition into foodie calls. Women accepting dates just for a free meal. Plus, Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Lois Griffin, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. It's so good. To be born in America, well, men of Greece, it's so good to be born in America, all the home of the red, the white, and the blue. Welcome back to the show, 736, 24 in front of 8, Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. on WSB Radio. Coming up at 8 o'clock, our pre-democratic debate coverage from ABC 
from 8 until 9. We'll have post-debate coverage from Jamie Dupree. Jamie's actually at the debates tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. You can listen uh, to the Morning News on the WSB radio app or Amazon Alexa. Just say play WSB. Same goes for the Mark Aram Show. If your schedule doesn't, uh, you know, if you're not in your car right now, you're at home making dinner, making your bed, you're out on a date, uh, a foodie call, and it's not going well, you can pull out the WSB radio app and listen to the Mark Aram Show. We are discussing foodie calls uh, not a booty call, a foodie call, which is a trend uh, apparently the younger generation now is where women will accept dates uh, with no romantic intention. They just want a free meal. I don't, actually don't think this is a new trend, Deb Green. I think I, this I is... don't think so either. I think this is pretty normal when you're maybe going out with someone for the first time, yeah. right? And things just don't work out. That's it. I, there's there's only I was I was thinking about during the news break. I mentioned like I can remember every girl that shot me down in my entire life, but I can never remember girls. I've I can't remember the girls that I only had one date with. I do remember one in, uh, and this was totally my fault. I was just a dumb college kid. So I was, I don't know, a junior in college, 21. Maybe I was a senior, my first senior year. Yeah, I was, I was the age of intern Jake. And I had a smoking hot hairdresser. This is in Poughkeepsie, New York. So she was a Poughkeepsie 10. So like an Atlanta 7. Piccadilly? Piccadilly 14. Like, mm. yeah. So this girl was, and she was older. She was like 30. I was 21. I was like, oh, this is great. And I, I'm like, I think, you know, She's flirting with me. I can't tell. So I asked her on a date. She said, yes. So we go to this Italian restaurant, and uh, the, the waiter comes over with the wine list. And I'm like, hey, do you, wanna, do, you wanna, do you want any wine? And she goes, this is so, I'm such an idiot. I was such a dumb kid. Take note of this, Jake. And she goes, she goes no, actually, um, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I don't drink anymore. I was like, oh, wow. I'll have a Cabernet. Like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like, what an idiot I am. I mean, I, it was total ignorance. I was just so jazzed to be at a, you know, on, on a date with this. Sure. And a whole bottle. And I, like, I had the thing. I'm like, right, get the Cabernet. That'll impress her. And then get the, the chicken pot, you know. And I never heard from her again. And I just stopped. I had to get a new hairdresser because it was too awkward. You know, she wouldn't return my calls. Oh, but, yeah. But I was an idiot. She's like, no, I'm actually recovering. I'm, I'm in AA. I'm recovering. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Good for you. Wow. Bottle of Cabernet. Can I get a refill? <laughs> yeah. Like, so, Someone so dumb. Off. So, so, so if, if that, I don't even remember her name, but if you're listening, I apologize. Speaking of which, this is breaking news. Uh, I apologize. If, if you're listening, I apologize. Breaking news, Longoria. Yeah. So when I was in college, I worked at an Italian restaurant called Umberto's, and that's how I paid for school, man. Like, I, I was going full time, and I was working there. I just found out today, they posted on Instagram, they're closing. Oh no! Yeah, apparently um, they they've sold the land. They have a nice piece of property. They've been in business for forty three years, and they sold the land to uh, Stewarts, which is basically like the quick trip of the north. We did that in the the best gas stations. Yeah, and they're they're just done. I'm so sad because I would go up there every year and visit my old stomping grounds and get a huge meal. And are you going to get to go one more time? No, it closed today. Oh, yeah. Like people are like, oh, I can't, I'll come in tomorrow and have them. Nope. They're out. No oh, notice. Wow. Just, yeah, just out. Uh, they're apparently still going to do catering, but uh, there you go. All right, so there you go. More than you needed to know about my life in Poughkeepsie, New York. Uh, Mark joins us in Cartersville. Mark, welcome to the program. Hello. I wanted to call you and relate some that happened on Friday just last week. Uh, police gave us a call at our cab stand, and uh, it was a 911 call where they were going to let somebody go home. We said, go to jail. Turns out, the guy had been uh, subjected to a foodie. Uh, he had gone out with a girl, taken her to a sit-down restaurant, and uh, came back home, and they all went in the house. 
Um, she asked him to go outside and feed the dog, and she locked him out. Oh, my God, really? Then she called the police, and the police came and said, well, the, just the guy go home. He can't drive his car because he's been drinking, but, you know, y'all take him home and be all right. That's and Well, that's extreme. Weird. Like, if you're going to do the foodie call, which, again, ladies, do it. That's fine. I, I would, And I think I speak for most of the guys. We'd rather you say yes to our date and then never, you know, not have another date than, than shoot us down. But don't don't bring him home. That's messed up. You want to come back to my place? Oh yeah, yeah. And then lock him out. That's hey, go shit. feed the dog real quick. Yeah, go feed the dog. Uh, Brian's in Loganville. Brian, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, what up, Brian? Yeah. I think it's definitely. Uh, I'd have to go with give me a chance on the first date. You know, because yeah. I mean, I've definitely I've had some situations where you know maybe my pickup line or my one liner, if you will, was not the best. And then I end up getting a second date for it. So, you know, it's, uh, it's always, we, to... we just want a shot at the title, get us in the ring. Let us, let us take a shot, you know, and again, our, our feelings will be less hurt if we don't hear from you again, than if you turn us down cold up front. Well, you know, and maybe the cold up front is, is an honest thing to do, but yeah, I think, uh, getting a chance and maybe, maybe you'll be surprised, you know? Exactly right. Like, uh, like what was that Will Smith comedy with Kevin James? Oh, we're going to have Kevin James tickets to give away next week. Um, Hitch. Hitch. You remember all these oh, schlubs yeah. would, would you know, just get a date, get that one date with this girl, and then Hitch will work his magic. So I'm okay with the foodie calls. I'm also okay with fast food reviews. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight. Ooh, uh, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing better than ever, Mark. I'm so light. I'm so bright. And I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take and I'm covered with cheese. And I aim to please Mark most of the days Johnny K wakes up. And all his nightmares come true, but every once in a while, Johnny K wakes up and one of his dreams come true, Mark. And wouldn't you like to know what that dream coming true is? I'm literally on the edge of my seat, friend. One wrong, don't make a right. Two wrong, don't make a right. But three left will get you from the pink pony to the crystal. <laughs> on North Druid Hills Road, my headquarters, Mark. And did you hear what they're doing? I I have heard. Yes, this is worthy of the breaking news sounder, Longoria. This is amazing. Where is Hector? I had to blink a couple times. I had to wipe my eyes and go, you got to be kidding me. This is a dream, Mark. All you can eat at Crystal. Crystals and fries. For what? For 20 bucks? I'll gladly pay 20 bucks. Nah. Okay, fifteen bucks. I'll gladly pay fifteen bucks for all you can eat. Five ninety nine for all you can eat crystals and fries every day, Mark. That is um, so Longoria. Your jaw just dropped. It did. Five ninety nine every day. All you can eat crystal burgers and fries. Five ninety nine. That's good. That is beyond good. That's fantastic. That's the best news I've ever given you, Mark. I I've think so. That is. Even Deb Green, who does not like food in general and certainly not fast food, you've got to be intrigued by a five ninety nine all you can eat burger and fries Spent deal. Spent a lot of time at Crystal in college. Yeah. Well, it's nothing better than that. Yeah. I would. I would. I mean, listen. I'm going to take advantage of this. I'm going to push your, uh, my friends at Crystal to do a all you can eat Crystal Sunrisers and hash brown combo mm. for five ninety nine. <laughs> 
That would be really good. Yeah, they're probably not going to do the stuff with the little lower, you know, margin of profit on there, Mark. But, you know, they make a lot of money on the Cristal, so don't hold your breath about them doing anything else. But, hey, it's just like going to Las Vegas and trying your hand at the craps table. Go on to Crystal, try your hands, and see how many you can put down, Mark. But, and you know what's going to be weird? I, I don't know if I've ever eaten in a Crystal. Like, I, I always do a drive through Most, you know, joints I do a drive through So this is what you have to go in and, and sit there and, and eat them. Oh, but that's a great deal. Five ninety nine. Don't Chuck. be afraid. Don't be afraid. They clean up the tables every hour, Mark. Exactly right. <laughs> All right, so listen, Deb Green pulled some, uh, some amazing fast food info for you on the cost of starting a fast food franchise. All right, uh, Longoria. Um, yes. Whataburger's not on here. Give me a uh, fast boo. food franchise you'd like to start, and I'll tell you how much it costs. In-N-Out. In-N-Out Burger, not on this list. Uh, <laughs> Fat Burger. <laughs> Fat burger, not on this list. Come Popeyes. on. Popeyes. Popeyes <laughs> is, all right, Popeyes, you want to start a fast food franchise? I think these are just the franchise fees, Deb Green, right? Yeah, this is just the initial. Uh, $383,000 for the franchise fee for a Popeyes. Give me okay. another uh, joint, Johnny. What do you think? Uh, let's go with Dunkin' Donuts. The cheapest one on the list at $95,000. That's amazing. Yeah, that's one of those carts you see inside of a gas station where they just have the Dunkin' Donuts coffee <laughs> and a little box of donuts. Not a standalone building. The most expensive, according to Deb's research, it's a close one, two, three contest. Third most expensive, this surprised me, Dairy Queen. Franchise fee, $1.1 million for wow. a DQ. That is hefty. Second place at $1.44 million, the legendary KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> And the most expensive fast food franchise fee, which is why there's no longer one on Howell Mill Road, Hardee's, $1.45 million to open a Hardee's. Wow. That's, where does Hardee's get off? I know. I, know I don't you, know. You got great burgers, but come on. $1.45 million? That's a lot. A couple of others. McDonald's. I, see, I thought McDonald's used to be more. It's 448000 Burger King, 323000 Subway right at hundred grand. Taco Bell... Five hundred twenty-five thousand. Wendy's though varies, Deb Green, from three hundred thousand to two million. I guess it depends on if you make if you have breakfast. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Location. Uh, Arby's only three hundred twenty k. Krispy Kreme four hundred forty thousand. You want to do with pretzels? Auntie Anne's just under two hundred thousand. Long John Silver's best value on the board, hundred nine thousand dollars. They're they're giving them away. <laughs> 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 They're giving them away. Johnny, I'm so excited. Thank you for bringing the Arby's news, folks. Tell the folks again what the deal is so they can rush to uh, Crystal on North Druid right now. Yeah, if you need to find me, Atlanta, go to the Crystal on North Druid Hills Road because I'm going to be eating the five ninety nine Crystal and fries, all you can eat, 24 hours a day, baby. Johnny Kilbasa, we appreciate you as always. And? It's the cholesterol's high. So am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Sausage Tribe Podcast on any pod app or all things Kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. Wow, that's an amazing deal. That's a, even a college-age kid like intern Jake. You can jump on board that. You can afford six bucks. I jump on board crystals for almost anything. There you go. Take your foodie date there to Crystal. It's only $12 plus tax. For or anything you want. Limited time only. All right, we're going to come back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. Programming note for tomorrow, we are on early. Make sure you're here early, Longoria. We're going to be on 4 to 7, filling in for uh, Eric Erickson, the conservative Viking. Everything okay with Eric? Chuck, he's okay? Oh, yeah, it's very good. All right, good. Yeah. Good news. Very good. Good.
Now, if he wants to uh, get a sweat in my World Series, he is invited. Okay. But Von Hassler is not. Know. Okay, 404-872-0750. Dan joins us in Lilburn. Dan, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Oh, we lost Dan. That was quick. Everybody clap your hands. It's good. It's always to get one of those good under the gun right before the end of the show. I like clapping my hands like that. Robert's in Johns Creek. Robert, welcome to the program, brother. Hey, Brad. Um, I don't know if you just talked about it, but, you know, the cheapest franchise to get is Chick-fil-A. It's only $10,000. Is that true, Deb Green? It wasn't on this list. So. How, how is that possible? Yeah. Well, because they're very selective for one thing. I didn't think they did franchise. I thought, uh, oh no, that maybe well, that's like Starbucks. Managing partner, it's like a managing partner kind yeah. of thing. I'd be on board with that. Get Sundays off. Get free chicken. Oh, yeah. I think it's star- the, the Starbucks franchises. The, there's only one franchise owner of Starbucks. The rest are all corporately owned. Do you know for the star of the show, Longoria? No pressure. Okay. If you answer this correctly, you get star of the show. All right. Who is the one individual that owns Starbucks franchises? The one individual? There's only one person out that owns mm-hmm. their own Starbucks. Everything else is with the franchise, hmm. is with the company. A lot of pressure. Can you give me a, a hint? I mean, just a lot of people out there that can buy it. It's someone wealthy. Oh, okay. Bill Gates. No. Uh, no, no star of the show. Chuck, uh, do you know? Is it Jeff Bezos? It is not Bezos. Bezos or his ex-wife. Oh. You ready for this? I'm ready. You want to get a little drum roll again? I like that uh, drum roll out of nowhere, yeah. by the way. Longoria pulling that. <laughs> The only person, and this could be fake news, but this is what I've been told, to own their own Starbucks, Irvin Magic uh, Johnson. Mm. I don't know how that worked out. I but, don't either. But I think he's the only individual owner of Starbucks. The rest are all owned by corporate. Um, coming up at 8 p.m., Longoria, I used to, you get to go home, but no, um, I'm we're going to have ABC special coverage of the Democratic debate. Our own Jamie Dupree is at the debate tonight. He'll have analysis on WSBRadio.com and tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Alan Sanders, if you're driving in, we don't need you tonight. We got ABC covering it. Turn around, get back up to Bartow County, um, and we'll talk to you later. And tomorrow I'm on 4 to 7. That's it. Let's do Star of the Show, Longoria. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Uh, it's not long ago. I gave you a chance. You weren't going to get it anyway, unless you nailed that. I figured I would. Chuck was decent. Oh, the, the intern, Jared, was really good, but I bought cake, so I'm going to get star of the show. Yeah, who was the cake for? I didn't know. Uh, the cleaning crew, birthday. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Miho and Miha. Mm. Both of them have a birthday? Same birthday. Mother, mm. son, same birthday. Wow. Yeah. Going to labor on your birthday. What a birthday present. <laughs> what a birthday present. Exactly right. All right, uh, so tomorrow again, 4 to 7 p.m., we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M, and Facebook, Mark Arum, W-S-B. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G Network. 
the 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.